0: Everyone, and welcome to On Wednesdays, we watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co hosts, Brody. And as always, I am joined with Jesse. Hello. And Caitlin. Oi. Oi! And today we are going to be talking. Feeling very
1: about- British today. That's all. There
0: we go. There we go. Today we are going to be talking about season one, episode nineteen of One Tree Hill, called "How Can You Be Sure?" Which fun fact is a song by Radiohead? Okay. Yay, Radiohead!
1: All this is yeah. really teaching me so far in this rewatch is that my music taste is not nearly as vast and I as I thought it as was, as I yeah. would like to claim. <laughs>
0: Yep, same, same here. It's teaching me things. I'm like, God damn it. I need to do better. I need to do better.
1: I know. Every, like, it's getting to the point where, like, when the episode titles are from a song that I've heard of, I get excited. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Which is not good. (laughs) Especially from the resident music industry employee. Like, (laughs) right. I need to do better.
2: (laughs) I feel like the last yeah the last song i knew was that cheryl Crow song
1: and i'm like yes i am here that might have been the last one i knew too oh boy
0: oh oofies yeah so anyway we start this episode um right where we left off because there was a cliffhanger There was a big <gasps> old cliffhanger so-
2: so many cliffhangers last yeah.
1: episode yeah.
0: well the good news is they don't they don't you know, drag them out much longer because literally they resolve both of them right at the beginning so um yeah we unless start unless right- you're
1: us and we made poor jesse and poor ben wait like three weeks <laughs> in between weeks. recording the last episode
2: <laughs>
0: yep
1: and this one the entire so- first like 10 minutes
2: of this at <laughs> watching this episode was ben going oh that's right oh yeah that's what happened and then <laughs> and then like i'm jumping ahead just a little brody you can do your thing in a minute but we jumped to the shot of nathan in bed with his like nipple ring glowing in the morning sun and ben's like where did the nipple ring come from i'm like are you that's not new
1: <laughs> he that was wasn't, pilot. About the nipple ring. It wasn't paying <laughs> enough attention to nathan's nipples in earlier episodes Clearly, i guess not i guess not. <laughs> Or in the last
2: episode, it was there on stage at the the. That's office. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I remember. <laughs> I also <laughs> forgot about the nipple frame. Oh my god.
1: Oh.
0: Anyway. God. Okay. So yeah. No. So we start right where we left off. Um, Brooke tells Lucas that she thinks she's pregnant, and he kind of like, what? W- how? How?
1: And she explains <gasps> well, to Lucas, Lucas that when a man and a woman.
2: climb onto a carousel carousel in the middle of the night but brooke wasn't carousel
1: girl i know i just but but we will never be over carousel girl never forget yeah yeah
0: anyway she explains to lucas that she's late but she hasn't actually taken a pregnancy test yet and lucas is like well let's go get one like now please and thank you
2: he handled this for like five minutes a lot better than i thought he was going to <laughs> it did not take long for him to stop handling it well <laughs> but, right yeah uh,
0: he, he goes back to par for you know the 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 current and end of season one lucas course where he just kind of fucks it all up but you know yeah right here at this point he's doing very well and he's like no let's go get a test we'll take it together it'll be fine we're gonna Honestly, handle I think
1: it he's, he's just in shock like oh, that, oh yeah that's I, I it's it's the shock
0: <laughs> yeah so then we go to the other cliffhanger which was you know keith asking karen to marry him if you don't remember that one uh, ben and... didn't
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you're ben you didn't
0: <laughs> and karen doesn't know what to say and in fact she literally says i don't know what to say you say and... yes
2: because keith is so good uh
0: yeah that doesn't happen i know karen tells keith that she does love him you know, because he's her best friend, right? But her her recent travels to Italy, you know, and it, they've they've given her perspective on on what she wants and 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 to find out who she really is outside of just being Lucas's mom, because that's all she's been for the last seventeen years. I mean, and yeah. she turns him down. She says,
1: "Nope, not going to marry you, Keith. Sorry about it." I get it, Oofy. but also at the same time, girl, you can find yourself. And still have a man's like, yeah. you know, that that man is going to do well, not do but like support you in whatever it is that you want. Like, right. Like she would be have like,
2: gone to Italy. If Keith wasn't in her life, she couldn't have gotten this newfound perspective. Yeah. He's a partner. He, he, and is he also partner.
1: encouraged her to go to Italy. Exactly. I mean, come on. He's daddy, uh, uncle Keith.
0: What more does she daddy want? On-
2: There's nothing else. He's two and one. And I mean, (laughs) I was just sad. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, then we cut back to any of us were hoping for. (laughs) No, not by a long
0: shot. No, no, no. But we cut back over to (laughs) Lucas and Brooke and Brooke takes the test and the test is positive. And Lucas tells Brooke that even though she's mad at him for. You know, obvious reasons. He will still be there for her no matter what. And she's having none of it. She's like, don't touch me. No, 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 no. And uh, no, no. So that happens. We cut over to then Haley um, coming to Nathan's place, seeing him sprawled out on the bed, nipple ring in tow
2: nibbling glowing in the early morning sunshine
0: <laughs> there, it there it is there it is just there just there and different but we a course of events of like making out and then turning off um his alarm nathan sees her tattoo for the first time
2: i have two comments about this one the sharpie they used to draw on her tramp stamp was bleeding a little bit there was a streak Down her back (laughs) of the Sharpie marker. And also, how is it all of a sudden a going... How did she hide this between the low-ride jeans and the shirts that don't go any, like, past your belly button? How did she hide this for so long and then all of a sudden everyone sees it?
1: I am...
0: I think it's because she just got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, she hasn't had it very long. Because oh. she, like... Because this is, what, two, three days after less. I, I, yeah, I would
0: say, yeah. I would say it's only a no, couple of days. No, it's
1: the next day. It's the next the day, be yeah. Because yeah. of yeah. the cliffhanger from the previous episode. Right. So it's yes. the next day, and she had t- she told Lucas that she just did it. So she's literally had it for, like, probably at this point three days. Yeah, so that's still wet. Yeah, it's... <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i'm done jesse i'm done the streak
1: was the whatever the um i should know this because i have tattoos whatever you put on tattoos so they heal (laughs) lotion (laughs) (laughs) or aquaphor that was it that was what i was looking (laughs) for yeah thank you
0: great (laughs) yeah so that happens and you they did he doesn't address it he just kind of looks at it and it looks really funny to him and then they yeah Just move on. And they go back to Brooke and Lucas outside the family planning clinic.
2: And Lucas immediately stops handling it okay. (laughs)
1: Immediately.
0: And they argue about crap um, in front of the clinic. And apparently, Brooke, you know, they're going to have the results for her later on today if she's pregnant or not. Which, great. And... The, the other thing is Dan sees Lucas and Brooke outside the family planning clinic arguing.
1: Also, dun dun dun! I have a logistics question about this scene. Great. <laughs> because who the fuck so, is driving Dan? Yes, who? Yes, <laughs> whose car is Dan in? I don't know. He's not in the driver's seat. Nobody
0: ever explains that. <laughs> who? They, can, I, can I tell
2: you? I didn't realize at first that Dan was not at the driver's seat and I saw him looking fully behind him while going down the street. And I'm like, Dan's about to hit Lucas with a car. Oh, my God.
1: God. That's almost as good as this mystery driver that Dan apparently has.
0: (laughs) Right. I, i'm gonna bet it's the same person who records all the basketball games for him and does all of his dirty work he's got a manservant. servant we don't know who it is
2: i hope his name but is it's jeeves. Like, but jeeves. it's
1: like it's
0: like dan's version of tim that like tim is for nathan what this guy is for dan jeeves mm-hmm. his name is jeeves that's it jeeves. there we go dan's new best friend jeeves Oh Jesus. His
1: only friend because everyone else in his immediate life hates his stinking guts.
0: Oh god. You know Jeeves gets paid very well to put up with Dan's shit. Oh God. (laughs) 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 Anywho.
1: Really glad that we established this.
0: (laughs) We're getting off to a great start here, kids. Oh my god. We are.
1: What happens next, Bernie?
0: Yeah, what happens next is. Well, Lucas yeah. confronts Nathan about kissing Peyton at school. And Nathan's like, dude, it wasn't a big deal. It was the boy toy auction kiss. It didn't mean anything. You need to chill out. Can and I Nathan notices that, that Lucas is,
1: is that Lucas well, was not fucking with Nathan when she yes. goes off on him. Because no. I don't know why, but in my head, and it must happen at some point later in the series, but a similar situation happens. And Lucas, like, goes off on Nathan. And it scares the shit out of him. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. And yeah. I'm trying to remember. I mean, I, like, <clears throat> I genuinely don't remember why it happens. But for whatever reason, I thought it was this scene. And then I, so, like, I kept waiting for him to be like, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you, man. But then it didn't come. And I was no, very dead
0: serious. But see, that's the thing. I don't get why they did this whole thing. It feels like one writer wrote this is to be a big deal. And then the next writer who wrote the next episode was just like, yeah, we don't need this drama, so we're fine. We're just gonna, like, say it's not a big deal because it's not a big deal. But, like, right. it's just weird to me. Because, like, yeah. The only thing that that scene does besides that is that Nathan notices that Lucas is, quote, tweaked out about something. And you yeah. can tell that it's, like, Lucas is freaked out about the baby and taking it out on Nathan. And Nathan catches on to it. That it's, like, this is not about the innocent kiss between Nathan and Peyton, because it meant nothing, obviously. Yeah. But unless they're trying to do the whole thing of the from last episode of the fact that Haley's like, I love Nathan. I don't know how Nathan feels about me. Unless that's what it's going for, but it doesn't do it well enough for me to make it convincing at all. So it's just weird.
2: Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just it was just Lucas having too much aggression and like not being able to take it out on the person he wants to take it out on, you know? Yeah. So yeah,
0: he's having a little too much brooding time. So he's got, yeah, gotta take it it's somebody.
1: aggressively. But, I brooding. think he wants to take it out on himself and he can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, so, and he can't, yeah. he certainly can't take it out on Brooke. No, so
0: no. no, 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 no. But
2: As he's exiting this scene, Chad, Michael Murray fully forgot that he had an injured shoulder. Did you notice how aggressively he grabbed his bag when he ran out of the scene with his injured shoulder and it fully went, wi- I've, I don't
1: I did not notice, but thank you for bringing that to my attention because I like this
2: bag and like windmilled it around. And I'm like, how's that shoulder doing, bud? How's it? Apparently, okay. Yeah. I I mean, we're getting to the point where
0: that's that's not a thing anymore. Like, he'll be fine. It's
2: fine.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Then we (laughs) then we go to probably my next least favorite character besides Dan. We get to Nikki and she just full on. Barges into Jake's house to find Peyton holding Jenny and Jake and Nikki argue until Nikki sees a picture of Jake on, on the basketball team and notices that, oh, carousel boy plays for the Tree Hill Ravens. <laughs> she sees what? Lucas. Yeah, great. Yeah. Cut to then another, another scene of people arguing Lucas and Brooke are now arguing at school and they both say some really ugly things to each other. Holy um, shit. Like it gets, but like I will say Brooke does say some really nasty things to him too, about carousel girl and everything else like that. But then he, what he says is even worse saying that, you know, I'm not the only guy you've ever been with. How do I even know it's mine? Yes. <laughs> and then just, and then Brooke gets the phone call from the doctors And she answers the phone, hangs up and then reassures Lucas that, oh, yeah, the baby's yours and drives off. It's just ah. Uh,
2: this I hated. Okay, hate is a strong word. I did not have fun this episode. There was no bucket to be had in this episode. And uh, I didn't didn't want to do it anymore, especially after this scene. I'm like. I'm not right.
0: Or in- <laughs> literally, Brooke berates Lucas for sleeping around, and then Lucas berates Brooke for sleeping around as well. It just—it's all just so nasty yeah. and not—not not in en- a
2: yeah. I did enjoy when Brooke called him Dan, though.
0: <laughs> oh, like, that was great. That was great. Oh, no, I'm no, fantastic. the 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 line where she says, "Maybe you need to knock up Peyton into a full Dan special or something like that." Yeah. It was like, yes. Like, come on, one liners galore. Yeah, that's that's the only good part about these kind of episodes is that, you know, you're going to get bitchy one liners from everybody and they're going to be so good. But at what cost?
2: Yeah, Jesse's enjoying My sanity. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. A- exactly. So, yeah, so that happens. And then we cut to Dan and Deb again, arguing about Nathan and Dan lets it slip to Deb that he saw Lucas outside the clinic which that literally goes nowhere because Depp doesn't tell Karen or anything. So no. I don't know why they put it in there, but they did. So whatever. Moving on. Dan's a garbage human.
2: Well, yep. I think it might have been to establish that Dan not only saw Lucas and Brooke, but saw where they were coming out of. Like, you know, true. Dan yeah. is, Dan was aware of where they were before they were arguing on the sidewalk. So, yeah, I think that might have been it.
0: That's true. Yeah.
2: He's been there before.
0: Yeah. And then we get to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Anyway, Nathan uh, then confronts Haley about the tattoo um, after they've had a little fun, joyous romp in the pool. Um, And he kind of asks her, you know, how can you get a tattoo that's so permanent but not have sex? And then they get into this sort of weird mini argument. It's a weird, this whole thing is weird, this episode between the two of them. Because it's like, Nathan's weirded out by the tattoo, but he also doesn't want to pressure Haley about sex. But Haley feels like, then, are you pressuring me to have sex? Or what's going on with this? Why are we having this conversation? It's weird. It's just all very weird.
1: In fairness, like, I get where Nathan is coming from, though. Oh, yeah. Because like, Because, like, he, he does make a very valid point of, like, you will tattoo my jersey number on your body, but like we can't you, sleep together. You won't sleep with me, like not not to say that he's you know in the right for like pressuring her in this particular moment. Even if he's not trying to, he kind of is, which she brings up. Mm-hmm. But it's but I get where he's coming from because like because even though she's like you can get tattoos from Move Nathan, like listen. Yeah, you can, but not completely. <laughs> like,
0: I, I think it just goes to show the fact that they are both still teenagers, and I think this argument really is a very teenage argument.
1: Yeah, because there's not
0: logic to either side of it. To be because quite they honest with right you, right. like, yeah, exactly. And there's no not logic. the fact that they're them. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that happens, then. We get back to school and Lucas is trying to talk to Brooke again and she is like still having none of it. And yeah, she, yeah, she's having none of it. And then he talks to Peyton who gives him a very hard time about thinking that the kiss between her and Nathan was anything more than that. Cause she wouldn't do that to Haley and what the hell dude. And Lucas kind of asks Peyton this whole overarching question of like, what were they thinking? And she's like, who? You, me, Brooke? He's like, everybody. And Peyton's
2: drama.
0: answer is like, I don't think any of us really were thinking. Yeah. Lucas. No. Nope.
2: Speaking the truth. This is- like
0: it's this weird moment of clarity that Peyton has of like, yeah, none of us were thinking clearly. Like none of us yeah. were thinking. Mm-hmm. It just happened. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Cut to probably my favorite scene this episode, which is Haley and Peyton hanging out in Peyton's room, painting their toenails and just having some girl chat. It's very cute. And Haley asks Peyton if Nathan ever cheated on her, and Peyton sees right through it. And they talk about you know why the fact Haley's waiting to have sex and how she feels about Nathan and how she feels about why she wants to wait and you know the fact that. Haley always thought that she would wait until she was in love and was married and you know, all that stuff. And then she met Nathan and it complicates things because she does love Nathan. She admits that she's like, I'm head over heels for this guy. And Peyton kind of tells her then, well, if you really do love Nathan, you're you've gone further with him than I ever did because you actually love him.
1: Yeah. Which is sweet. I like all that. While she's painting Haley and Nathan's initials on her wall with, Fingernail polish. Which I know. Which was so cute. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That entire time she's got white fingernail polish and she's painting on her wall, um, H J plus N S in a heart.
2: Oh, I missed what she was painting. I saw that she went and put some shit on her wall, and I'm like, all right, just you
1: do you (laughs) like what are you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was very cute. It was adorable. Peyton
1: is the number one Naily Stan.
0: <laughs> yep. Completely. Completely.
1: Right?
0: Completely. She's a Naily Stan just like me.
1: I hate it. I hate I hate that ship
2: name so much. Nay Na- Naily. Yeah. I
0: it's mean, so but, Bru- but Brucus does it for you? No. Exactly. No. <laughs> They're
1: all bad. <laughs>
0: what about Layton? What? Layton.
1: I hate it. <laughs> I don't like that one that one's not as i don't know Though so to be fair the alternative would be pucus so
0: right it's <laughs> pucus fair. or latent. so hashtag i mean
1: pucus
2: all day every day
1: <laughs> oh god 13 going on 30 when he calls her pookie she goes pookie bleh, pukey <laughs> hashtag
2: binkus could i get that started Brinkus? That's
0: not his name. (laughs) It'd be, if anything, it'd be Browse. Browse or Mook. I
2: hate
1: all of this. It's Brinkus.
0: No, No, because his name is not Minkus, Jesse.
1: (laughs) Everything about this. Right?
0: (laughs) Moving on. For the love of God, moving on. So then we get to Lucas, who is working out in the weight room and dan somehow shows up and tells lucas that he saw him at the clinic with Brooke, and he offers him some fatherly advice Uh. which the long way around pretty much tells lucas that he wants he thinks he should abort the baby like how he wanted karen to do that when he was in the same situation
2: Uh. i hate Dan Scott. (laughs) I just have to
0: say, how shitty of a human being do you have to be to openly tell your son, whether you claim him or not, that in all honesty, I didn't want you to exist. I wanted
1: you to be an abortion.
0: Yes. Like, what the hell?
1: Especially in the South. Yeah. Like, yep. I like, I know that at this, like, I don't think it ever gets established, but like, none of these characters are particularly religious except for maybe Haley, just because of her no-sex-until-marriage thing. But, like, I mean, simply the fact that, you know, what happened between him and Karen 17 years ago was such a scandal, like, on top of that, for him to be like, yeah, I would have preferred that she got an abortion to make it even further of a scandal is, like... Right? I just... (laughs) And also, he truly broke into the school locker room, yeah <clears throat> slash wait, wait, wait room, I just almost said wait floor, uh <laughs> like just to specifically to go in there and tell his seventeen year old illegitimate child that he wishes that he'd been an abortion, yep, yeah, like what <laughs> No, it's not
2: even the like the scan, the town scandal thing didn't even cross my mind. It was the how shitty of a person do you have to be to seek out someone and tell them that you never wanted them to exist? Like, oh, yeah, that too. That is, but it's just like so <laughs> shitty. Maybe the shittiest thing Dan Scott has ever done. Maybe. I think it, it's at least top three. Yeah, top three, yeah. season one. For now, oh, God. I cannot imagine. My imagination won't even let me come up with anything worse right now. Like Great. I do not could not even start to imagine how he gets worse than this very moment right That's here. That's
1: going to be one of the things that we're going to have to do at some point in this podcast's lifespan. Is just having you probably probably towards the end. We're just going to have you rank all of Dan Scott's worst moments. Because there's quite a few.
0: I just like, have one word to say about all of that. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
2: I hate you. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that happens. Um, then we go to Keith or Deb invites Keith over to chat because they haven't talked in a while. And he tells her that he asked Karen to marry him, and she said no. Deb's sad for Keith. That's that. We're it's all another sad one for of those, Keith. We're all sad for Keith. Yes, yes. Then we get Dan ambushing Nathan at his apartment. And Dan pretty much tells Nathan, he's like, Yeah, you haven't thought any of this through. You need money. You don't have a job. What are you going to do? This is ridiculous, Nathan. Come home. The beach house is waiting. Come to the beach house. It's fine. You
2: know? Great. Dan does nothing but stalk his two sons this entire episode. Exactly. Like- <laughs>
1: For someone who really hates being a dad, he spends a lot of time checking up on his kids. Right? (laughs)
0: Right? Yeah. Speaking of crazy stalker bitches, Nikki shows up at school and talks to Peyton and tells her that, you know, she won't be needed to watch Jenny anymore because Nikki's going to be a much bigger part of Jenny's life. And she shouldn't get too attached to Jake because, you know, that's not permanent either. So don't worry about that. (laughs) And Peyton makes a really good line about no matter how much eyeliner you put on, it's still not going to stop you from being a psycho stalker, bitch.
1: Hmm. Uh, I don't. I have feelings. This episode has a lot of people showing up where they don't belong. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 So Brooke and Peyton actually talk right after that because Peyton storms off and runs into Brooke and they talk about Nikki. And then Brooke actually starts to open up to Peyton and almost tells her about what's going on. And then Peyton mentions Lucas because Lucas has been acting funny. And Brooke then gets immediately pissed off and leaves. Immediately at the mention of Lucas.
2: It's like, what? Are they just not going to be like, Peyton and Lucas aren't allowed to be friends anymore? Like, in in their life,
1: apparently. But nah. nah. Teenagers, Jesse. I, I mean teenage. yeah, that that is a very like teenagery reaction. Like I definitely went through a phase like that when I was that age. Like I had <laughs> I had a, a really close friend of mine start dating the guy that I liked and I got very mad at her. And I'm not gonna lie, I definitely was like, if you wanna be my friend, like you can't date him anymore and I'm not proud of that. But I definitely did it. So I get where Brooke is coming from here. Like I've I've been in this particular moment. I've been Brooke. And it's a dark place to be. So I feel for her. Like, ugh. <laughs> Sorry, Kat, yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we immediately switch over to Lucas talking to Jake Jake. And he tells Jake Jake about Brooke's pregnancy. Because, you yes. know, Jake Jake's kind of been through that.
2: Talk to and Jake Jake. He's an
1: expert in this particular subject matter.
0: Sure, because he has one child. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, done it and
1: he didn't abandon his child, like, right. you know, Dan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Lucas tells him that he he really wants whatever is best for Brooke, whatever that means for Brooke, whether that's keeping the baby or not keeping the baby or whatever. Um, They, squirt, they skirt around the whole abortion thing a lot this episode. Yeah. Without actually openly, like, saying it completely about, you know, whether or not Brooke should get an abortion or not. Which Mm -hmm. just goes to show, I think, probably why this is 2004. Saying more than anything else. You know.
1: Yeah. 2004. And again, show set in the South.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: It probably, even if, you know, like, none of them are particularly religious in the South, it is unfortunately something that is frowned upon. So... And I imagine yep. that that has, at some point in their, I won't call it sex ed career, because in the South it's called abstinence class. Is it really? <laughs> I swear to God. Like, yep. It's not called sex ed. They don't, like, I didn't learn anything about the reproductive. I mean, we did, but, like, we did not learn, like, we didn't learn, like, traditional, like, sex ed. Like, here's how to have safe sex. Here's how to do this. Or, like, where, like, birth control. Let's talk about that. No. In the South, it was abstinence class. And we had to get our parents to sign a permission form saying that we could take abstinence class in health. And people whose parents didn't sign it had to go sit in the library during that unit for a week. Wow. Same. Growing up in the Bible Belt.
0: Same.
2: Yeah. (laughs) High school in the Bible Belt. Yep. I mean, we didn't really have sex ed. I got sex ed because I took a parenting class uh, my sophomore year of high school. And our... uh, our family consumer sciences teacher had what she called her box of tricks, which was just a box of expired, like birth control things that she would show us. And uh, but you had to take an elective in order that particular elective in order to get a birth control talk. So,
0: yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and I remember job. I remember in high school, too, and I didn't take the anatomy class, but for anatomy class in high school, they completely skipped over reproductive organs. Really? Yes. Completely skipped over it. Like it didn't exist.
2: Because
0: they just they just skipped that chapter, and I'm like, "Isn't this anatomy? Isn't that part of your anatomy?" Right. But you know, hey, it's fine. Whatever. I
2: mean, I went to a Catholic school, and even we, like in in fifth grade, got like a full anatomy like lesson in health class. You know, they didn't teach us what to do with any of the parts, but it was. This Oh this. no!
1: When I was in yeah. fifth grade, when they started, like fifth grade was when they basically did like the puberty unit. Yeah, and That's they what separated was. the boys and the girls hmm. for the unit, yep. and yep. they would like they wouldn't teach it to us together. They nope. did that. In, they did that in the public school I transferred to
2: after fifth grade. But in fifth grade, we did a puberty unit, and it was just a health class. Everyone got to do it. Human growth and development. Meh. Nah. Yeah. Woo. Wow. Got to learn Growing about up, wet dreams. And I thought I was going to die of embarrassment because my my mom had to sign off on our lessons. She, she before every week she had to sign off that like I had talked to her what we had talked about. And she's like, Do you want to talk about wet dreams? And I'm like, No, <laughs> I don't.
1: <laughs> I sure don't, mom. Thanks.
0: Uh, bro, yeah. what
1: happens next Someone. one
0: <laughs> yeah no so the long story short with the whole jake and lucas conversation is jake pretty much tells lucas that obviously his life is going to change if they keep the baby period done great moving on nathan decides he's Jeez, going to sell so many
1: words it's like bro i don't have a life
0: right? right he's like bro i work i go to school i sometimes get to play basketball and that's it right like, that's my life
1: and if Great. I'm lucky, the pretty blonde girl comes over to babysit. Like babysit, in Sometimes
0: marks. I
2: drag my kid to an open mic night. Like, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? God, yeah. So, anyway, Nathan is selling the car to help pay for the apartment, because obviously, yeah, he needs money. And Haley sees him doing it, and she's like, oh, okay, well, that's sad that you have to sell the car. But then, Nathan tells Haley that the no sex thing isn't fair to her and that she shouldn't have to apo- keep apologizing to him for it. Cause he feels bad about it, but he doesn't want to pressure her. It, it's another one of those weird conversations that like, I don't know what each of them are actually trying to communicate to each other. Cause it's just very weird.
2: Yeah. I think, I think this is also like a well-written, like from a teenage perspective scene because mm-hmm. Just having a conversation about sex is not trying to pressure your girlfriend into having sex, Nathan. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he doesn't quite get that yet. Just yeah. like expressing like maybe wanting to have sex in the future is not pressuring your girlfriend into having sex.
0: Right. Or, you know, kissing her, because he won't right. even kiss her. And she's like, right. but I can't make out with you now. What's going on? Like, you know. Yeah. So and then to do a complete 180, um, Lucas is up in the middle of the night shows his mom and lucas finally tells karen about the fact that brooke is pregnant and karen immediately slaps him across the face
2: yeah it was good camera work on that slap though it oh. was so
0: good it was so good it was very good And he's obviously really upset then and runs off to his room and she runs after him and she apologizes. She didn't mean to slap him. And she just tells him that this isn't what she wanted for him. He has such a life to lead after all of this that she didn't want that for him. And Lucas asks her about not getting an abortion when she was pregnant with him. And she kind of tells him, the reason I didn't is because I knew I wanted you in my life, period. Which is super sweet. And it's like, oh, okay, great. (sighs)
1: yeah yeah i felt so bad for karen in this scene oh yeah just not just because you know like her 17 year old son is going to be a father but just can you just imagine how triggering that probably was for her
0: oh yeah like oh that's like that's where the slap
1: came from
0: yeah
1: was it was the slap that she'd been holding in for 17 years
0: that I slap see. was her own trauma going, oh, hi, remember me? I'm still here. Okay, thanks.
1: <laughs> I'm still here.
2: Get a therapist. <laughs> well, it was right? that thing you were talking about that the person Lucas wants to beat up most is is, is him, himself. Oh, yeah. That's Karen wanting to beat herself up for, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. But
0: because you know what? You know, in, in her mind at the same time, she's blaming herself of going, What did I do wrong? What right. did I not instill in my child to make history not repeat itself when it is currently repeating itself right now?
2: Well, Wait. she said that. She's like, Have you, have I taught you nothing? She said yeah. that after,
1: no, they both acted this very well. No, it was I, a great, I think yeah, this was scene. A great this scene was probably some of the best acting in the season so far. Yeah. Chad Michael Murray like his eyes were open he he can do a sobby
0: boy very well
2: yeah he can play a sobby
0: boy very well yeah because he was very sobby and very weepy yeah and it, it broke my heart yeah yeah uh yeah so then we get a very awkward conversation but a very funny one at the same time Lucas and Haley are at the cafe and she makes him a burger and he's like, I'm not hungry. And then she asks him, she asks him a very personal question. She's like, and you can't get weird about it, but I need to ask you this. How often does a guy think about sex in a minute? Cause you know, Elle magazine or Cosmo or whatever said it was like 80 times a minute or whatever the hell she said. Every and,
1: 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, there it is. Whatever.
1: Which I and, thought was an extremely high statistic. <laughs> I was like, that—that that seems like a—that seems like L Magazine making shit up.
0: <laughs> no, that doesn't. What? That
1: just, listen, leave me alone. <laughs> and I mean,
0: and it's the same thing. Does Cosmo really have like a hundred and one ways to please your man in new different ways every single month? No. Exactly,
1: Brody. I know this. <laughs> I am aware that this made up statistic that Haley probably did not actually find on the internet because a writer in a writer's room wrote it, <laughs> right? But also, yeah. no. I bless her heart because Lucas is basically her brother, but she's he's the only other guy that she knows and is close with other than her boyfriend or her dad or her dad. Oh, <laughs> though I. I think based on like what we know of Haley's parents so far and how like lax they are about Haley because she's such a good kid Uh that if she walked up to her dad and was like, dad, can you answer this? He probably would. And he'd probably like make a joke out of it or something.
2: Yep. Yeah. Do we
1: meet Haley's parents at ever? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yep. So, yeah. So that happens. And Lucas pretty much tells her that, you know, first Lucas slightly freaks out and goes, you're going to sleep with him, aren't you, Haley? You're going to sleep with him. Great. That's just great. And then he goes, actually, though, honestly, he wishes he would have waited, which is a very loaded statement, because obviously Lucas is not talking about just sex in general. He's talking about Brooke having the baby and everything else. And he's like, I wish I would have waited because then, I wouldn't be dealing with
2: this right now. Don't have sex. You'll get pregnant and die. you <laughs> will die. Uh, facts, <laughs> and I mean, that's a completely different answer than he would have told her like four days ago. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that is yeah. very re- a very recent opinion that well, I mean,
0: they were like, even talking about that a couple of days ago whenever they were doing the boy toy auction about, you know, about the fact that she really is in love with Nathan and wants to be with him and everything else. And, Lucas was pretty accepting of it at that point to so now go to this, which I mean, he's still, he's accepting about it, but he's just very cautious about it with her. Right. Then we get another very weird scene that I don't really know why it's there, but it is. Um, Nathan goes to Deb's house and they chat and he asks her why she cheated on Dan. She gives a really weird, like sort of generically pad answer of, I don't know. I wasn't happy. I don't know, but I would give it I would you know, never do it again if I knew what it was going to cause and hurt my family, blah 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 blah.
2: Nathan asked Deb, "Why did you cheat on Dad?" and I'm screaming at my television. "Have you met your father?" <laughs> like facts.
0: <laughs> facts. <laughs> facts.
2: There so I yep. yelled at my TV a lot this episode. Yep. I didn't take a lot of notes, but I did yell at yelling? my TV.
0: Yeah, then we get another weird scene. There's there's very weird scenes. This this episode, we get Nikki waiting on Lucas's back porch and
2: she's a double woman. <laughs> ah, Be gone.
0: She spills the beans to Lucas that she is Jenny's mother. Yes, she is Jake's baby mama. And she tells him. A big sob story about how she wants to fix her mistakes and begs him not to say anything about their hookup because she wants to do right and fix things. And Lucas is like, okay, sure. Yeah, sure.
1: I won't I've got, say got my anything. own shit. He's like, I got, yeah, I got, I got my own, my own shit to worry about,
0: lady. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Literally. Yeah. And then immediately after that, apparently, Lucas does a 180 and goes over to Keith's place. And he asks Keith why he stayed so close with his mom when she was pregnant and Keith kind of just tells him it was the right thing to do. And Lucas apologizes to Keith for acting like an idiot while Karen was in Italy with Brooke and everything else. Cause we now realize that it was those shenanigans that put them right where they are right now. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, sorry, I did that Keith. If I would have known them, but I know now. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope.
1: Here,
2: nope. Here's the thing. Lucas Lucas is just, just just a shithead, like we we can agree on this, yes, um, but he respects his mom so much, like the minute Karen got back and like granted he woke up from his coma, um Ooh. he you know he he turned things around, you know, he's been he's
1: very respectful to his mom, which I appreciate, like it also yeah. helped that the moment he came out of his coma, both of his girlfriends dumped him, yep. so. <laughs> so there's that like lucas didn't come to this conclusion on his own yeah
0: not one but both of his girlfriends dumped him because yes lucas pretty much had two dumped
1: him right
2: yeah but i mean he didn't have to tell his mom about this the pregnancy this quickly he you know could have gone to anyone else he could have gone to keith he could have you know um no i just think there's a respect for Karen that Lucas has that no matter how big of a shithead he is, um, he's like, he's a mama's boy. Well, and I appreciate it. Yeah, and that.
0: you can tell that. Cause I mean, it's been the two of them for the forever. It's just right. always been the two of them. Keith's been around, but it's been him and his mom the whole time, period. Yeah. You know, and that's, a, that's all they've got. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. So then we go to Haley and Nathan again, and Haley confronts Nathan About the whole sex thing and waiting and Nathan says that he doesn't want to push her but the tattoo does freak him out a little bit because he knows that their relationship means a lot to her and he doesn't know what that means because it's really scary to him because he knows that she loves him but that also he loves her too and it turns into a really sweet little moment. And they realize they both love each other, and it's adorable. Yeah, God,
1: the look on her face yeah, <laughs> when he says it. It's just, right? like, he goes, it, what does he say? He he says, and there it is, and she repeats it back to him. Uh-huh. It's just like, and there it is. Like, like it the is. look on her face of, like, yep. pure combination, like, joy and relief.
0: Well, because it starts out, they started as a, like it's a fake out because it starts seeming like it's not a good conversation he's about to have. And then it switches to being this whole thing of no, but it's actually cause I love you that this is, you know, so right. hard.
2: Oh. So I'm just glad that everyone in the universe of one tree Hill also thinks Haley's tattoo is crazy. It's
1: not just me. <laughs> no, it's not just you. It's that is. That was a rash decision for any character on this show, but especially for Haley James. Yeah. Mm hmm. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So that happens. It's adorable. And then we get another conversation between Lucas and Dan. Lucas then comes to Dan at the dealership and. He
2: walks right into the den of emotional abuse. Just like, like hey, really? Give and some he. more.
0: Then but then he says like he says that he sees the other side of things with Dan now and but it's still not good and he's it's just it's a weird conversation that doesn't solve anything. And Lucas doesn't really say anything except for that you're still a shitty human being, so bye, whatever. Yeah. I don't get why it's there, but great, whatever.
1: I think he just needed to get it out of his system because this man literally sat there and was like, You should have been an abortion. I guess. Yeah. the shock of hearing those words from the man who fathered him out of like come out of his mouth like
0: yeah yeah
1: the shock has finally subsided and lucas is like hey fuck you well because yeah because he always knew that dan was bad father
2: not a part of his life didn't want to be part of his life but then hearing I never wanted you to exist. You should have been an abortion is a completely different it's level. That's a whole
0: other thing. Yeah.
2: It's a whole different level of shitty father. Yeah.
0: So that happens. Then we get to Keith and Karen are finally talking to each other. They're chatting at the cafe, and Keith tells Karen that he's going to leave Tree Hill. No. <laughs> that Karen made him realize that. He never wanted to stay in Treehill. That was never his plan. But he did it. And now he's like, I got to go figure out the rest of my life.
2: No. Ugh. Where is he getting the money to move? <laughs>
0: like... He sold the business.
2: No, no, he didn't. He didn't. Dan bought out the debt of the
1: business and is now running it. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, didn't. he bought it out and then. Keith was going to have the option to buy it back from him that's
0: true yeah. That's true. and
1: then he quit so that made the contract or whatever whatever verbal agreement they had was is now now and void
0: that's yeah. true okay never mind so yeah who knows how Keith is moving but he is he's leaving tree hill great
2: maybe Deb's helping him
0: Deb's got money maybe Deb's got lots of money anyway maybe. then we get to the oofiest of oofy scenes at the end of this episode buckle up kids here we go
2: I hate all of this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Lucas goes over to Brooks and pretty much pours his heart out and tells her that whatever she decides to do, he's going to be there. And if she wants to have the baby, so does he. And Brooke finally admits to Lucas that she lied to him. She's not pregnant. And Lucas is like, but wait, you took the pregnancy test. And she says, yeah, that. I did. And then I went to the doctor and then when I get the phone call from the doctor, they say that that can happen where you can have a positive pregnancy test and still not be pregnant. And he flips out on her and As she flipped trips. out right back on him because yeah, I mean, he's like, you lied to me and she's, you had just called me basically a whore. So yeah, I lied. And
1: <sighs> no, yeah. I don't come to Lucas's defense often and I will continue but to not come to Lucas's here, defense often. But what Brooke did. And like we all like it's well established at this point that like that Brooke is my favorite character on this show. And mm-hmm. like I would like I would die for Brooke Davis. But what she does in this moment was so shitty. And I
0: don't like Brooke Penelope Davis right now in this moment. No. Brooke can oh go. Oh my slag, God. That was slag, slag, slag absolutely seriously. awful. Because
1: like. Because here's is, the thing.
0: If you realize if she just told the truth, there would have been none of that shit between Dan and Lucas, Lucas and Karen. Yeah. Or any of it. Like he could she could have saved Karen so much heartbreak and so uh-huh. much shit. Yeah. If yep. she just told him the truth and not been a petty little witch about the whole thing. Like seriously. I get oh. that she's pissed, but it's not good. It's not a cute no, look for I don't care about it. not how a good
1: look, look for Brooke, Brooke at all. And, and then Lucas just,
0: actually does say he never meant to hurt her. And she says it doesn't matter because it all hurts just the same. And quite honestly, as far as excuses go, I don't care at this point. No. Like Brooke, shut up. Period. I'm done. I was
2: not entirely <laughs> I was not like
0: Brooke Penelope Davis.
2: Yeah. No, I was not entirely sure that Brooke wasn't pregnant. Like, listen. <laughs> i for a minute because the montage we're getting to right yeah it's got that that of her like hugging her pillow crying and so in my brain i'm like is she actually not pregnant is she just lying to him to like free him and she's gonna run off somewhere and have this baby and uh he's not gonna know about it that's what my brain went to
0: yeah no
2: for some no, reason, my brain likes to invent imaginary Brooke Davis pregnancies. <laughs> like this is the second one. My brain's like, I bet she's pregnant. I bet, I bet she had that baby.
0: <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. So not pregnant. Yeah.
2: Not pregnant. No, nope, not mean. pregnant.
0: So then we get our the same lovely montage. Um, over everybody hurts. Um, it was such a bold is a choice. Really
2: sad song but it's like <laughs> it
0: so it's for all of it it's like oh my god um but in the montage we get we start with dan going through like a small lockbox of things and we realize it's pictures of lucas Secret and Luke when he was a all- child and he, little newspaper clippings about lucas playing little league football and all of this kind of stuff
1: i have like, questions about this yeah <laughs> where okay. did he get okay so like the newspaper clippings i understand But like the professional photographs, like the school pictures and the picture and like the professional photo from when he played football and like all of that. Like, where did Dan get these
2: photos? My theory is that he stole them off of Keith's refrigerator and Keith has spent his entire all of Lucas's life assuming he just keeps losing these pictures.
0: No, I think this sets up what is even also alluded to the next episode, though. And that's all I'm going to say. That's how he got the pictures.
1: Mm. Interesting. So,
0: Yeah. So okay. that happens. Then we get a little Nikki peeping Tom moment where she's peeking through it. the window at Jake and Peyton and Jenny how did hanging Jake out on and, the couch.
1: J- Jake and Peyton not see her. Right. I, I, that's a I, big I fucking know. window. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's
2: Who whole vibe. I hate it. I hate her whole vibe.
0: Yeah. Well, you mean slutty trash?
2: No, just like creepy, like unnecessary villain. You know, well, that's like,
0: because yeah. that's what she is. She's a creepy, yeah. unnecessary villain.
2: Yeah, I hate her whole vibe. I hate it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, then we get Keith pawning the engagement ring. That's how he moves, kids. That's There's how he gets the money. to move. money. There's his moving money.
2: That was a big ring.
1: It how was. Did it? How did it was a it nice work?
0: ass ring? He didn't go into. He didn't go into debt. By paying off Lucas's medical bills. He went into debt by buying that goddamn ring. Period. (laughs) Period. Yeah. Then we get, yeah. Then we get the Brooke crying into her pillow on her bed. Because she's not pregnant. Right. She's not pregnant.
2: I still wrote, but is she still pregnant though? Question mark.
0: And then we end with Lucas telling his mom that Brooke's actually not pregnant. And. Then he hugs her and he says thank you, and she says for what? And he says for everything.
2: Aww. And the
0: episode ends.
2: Aww. So I hated this episode.
0: That's the episode I was about to ask. What did we think of this episode, <laughs> Jesse? What did you think?
2: I hated it. <laughs> Zero stars. Thanks, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it.
0: I mean, I I will say it's not a fun romp of an episode. No. It's we not it's not
2: two romps in a row and they
0: romps in a row, and right? Don't
2: be into this garbage. Like but like, I think it was
0: necessary because I think it's that whole thing of you know, I like the fact that they explore this whole parallel between Lucas and Dan because this is what Lucas fears the most, and what Karen feared the most is that Lucas was gonna end up just like Dan. I think that's what he and Nathan deep down they don't want to ever become is their father.
2: And for good reason, yeah. Yeah,
0: so I think you know it's not a fun episode. Obviously not. No, I mean it made me hate Brooke Penelope Davis for an episode, and I don't like that. No. You know, but it, yeah.
1: I don't know. Fair, I don't, I don't see... like her much in the next episode either.
0: But uh, we'll oh get to hell, that. she can go flight like, in that one too. But you know,
1: at least we'll she's a little more fun. Next
0: week. We'll <laughs> get to that one next week. Exactly.
1: Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned. But yeah, that's yeah, my thoughts on it. It's not a fun episode, but not every episode can be a fun, you know, boy toy auction going away to a hotel hot tub jacuzzi romp.
2: To be fair, the hotel episode was the last episode I really enjoyed. I did not like the boy toy auction very much. It made me really uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) Ukraine more than anything else at the boy toy auction. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Caitlin, what did under- you think?
1: I, this episode for me is just, uh, I don't, it just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I,
0: we're not, I, I don't think we're meant to like it. We're not meant to like this episode.
1: No, we're not.
0: It's the plot episode that it does a couple of things. It moves along the Keith Karen storyline very mm-hmm. much. I would say it's a very big part of this episode. Um, the Nathan Haley narrative gets a huge bump up because of the fact that we get an acknowledgement from Nathan, that he feels the same way about Haley that she does about him, that we've been worried about since boy toy auction the week before, mm-hmm. you know, that we know Haley loves Nathan, but we don't know how Nathan really feels about Haley. If this is actually just a high school fling, or if he actually feels as strongly for her as she does for him. And we find out, yes, yeah. he feels the same. They are like, they're in love. Yeah. They're in like epic Romeo Juliet minus the whole bad suicides. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Which not is a sweet. good look. No.
2: <laughs> no. And I understand how, like, I understand the need at the end of a season to have to escalate the drama, but that doesn't mean it's fun to watch or experience. You know, like, whether or not I wanted to, I've come to kind of care about these characters for the most part. And them going through. And this shit making poor decisions makes me upset.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's, and you're right. I mean, this literally like, this just seems like it's the start of an escalator up of drama. Yeah. For a season finale. Cause we know, I mean, we're on episode 19 of 22. There's three more episodes after this that are gonna, you know, right. Do stuff. So yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah. It. I mean, like I said, it's not the best episode in the world. I get what they're doing with it. Great, fine, whatever. But none of us really had fun watching it, right? No. Exactly. Solid
2: acting moments, though. Yes. Like, Solid yes.
0: acting moments. As far as entertainment and going, oh, this is super fun. No. No, no.
1: It was not fun at all. <laughs> no.
0: Anywho, we have any final thoughts before we wrap this mother up?
1: No. Nope.
0: Cool. Well, that's going to do it for us, guys, then. uh, Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on social media. We're everywhere. I'm pretty sure on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at On Wednesday's Pod. Or if you want to contact us directly from there and you don't have any of those, you can email us at onwednesdayspod at gmail.com. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next week when we do episode 20 of One Tree Hill. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.